This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So not long ago, I talked to someone who was raising capybaras. And they were raising them to sell as pets here in America. And Texas, to be more specific. And they're cute little rodents. Uh, they look like giant rats. And remember, we saw, we first got a glimpse of them during the Olympics when they had to clear them out in, in South America when it was in uh, Brazil. So now we have a community in Argentina that are struggling with these capybaras, known as carpinchos, and they've been running rampant for weeks inside this affluent neighborhood north of Buenos Aires. It's home to around 40,000 people. Residents have reported that the robust rodents, four and a half feet long, 174 pounds, been pooping in gardens, destroying flower beds, causing traffic accidents, and, and they threw in an allegedly during this entire story, and allegedly biting pet dogs. Now they say that the copybearers are not known to be aggressive toward humans or pets. And I've witnessed, you know, how they are with humans. They're nice. They're cute little rodent rats. My daughter loved one at one time. She was after me to get one, and the answer was uh, no. But uh, there was people raising them and, that I know of. And once in a while, I, in fact, the one person that I know uh, that was raising them, he would say, yeah, we lost one today. They'd just drop over. So, I mean, I don't know what kills them, what's good. I don't know if they're good to eat. I know the Catholic Church still considers them fish. I was told that through, you know, some Catholic church expert, you know, somebody that went to the Catholic church a couple times. Anyway, they say they consider them fish. So, I mean, I guess they, I guess, I guess that's the Catholic way of saying, yeah, you know, uh, Pope, can we call that fish so we can eat that on Fridays? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, good. So I sure that now it's a fish. The Pope said so, and we can eat it on Friday. Our father, yeah, have a nice day. Thank you, Father. Bless me for I've sinned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, have a nice day. So I'm telling you, and if this was in my neighborhood, uh, is that a copy bears in the bushes? Uh, yeah, the hello, goodbye. Have a nice day. Is that, is that, is that a, a copy bears attacking Fluffy? Gone, have a nice day. Now, if they're good to eat, we may re- rethink where we shoot them. You want to shoot them up in the neck? <laughs> so you keep the body, you know, clean of bullets so you can eat them. However, I will say this. Environmentalists, and oh my gosh, environmentalists have taken over the world. This is in Argentina. You don't think of Argentina as having environmentalists. Why? I don't know. You just don't. When you think of Argentina, do you think of our environmentalists? No. You think of the United States. But 
Argentina has them too. You can't get rid of those damn environmentalists. They're like the capybaras. They're everywhere now. They remind us that they are not invading this neighborhood. Okay? They are taking back their home from the multi-million dollar development, which in the late 90s was built on top of ecologically important wetlands. So, okay then. Sure, sure. No problem. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. Okay, so I don't know if the capybaras are good eating or not. I'm willing to give it a shot. Maybe have a little capybaras barbecue going on. But we know that Impossible Foods just launched its meatless chicken nuggets. I guess we still have to call them chicken nuggets, even though they're not chicken. But anyway, Impossible Foods launched its meatless chicken nuggets in restaurants and announced plans to bring the new offering to supermarkets by the end of the month. Yum. Cannot wait. Excited. Excited. Now, the Impossible Chicken Nuggets helped the company, you know, kind of catch up to Beyond Meat because Beyond Meat launched their chicken tenders in restaurants in July. And, man, are they good. I've gone out of my way to go to restaurants to get the Impossible, I mean, the Beyond Meat Chicken Nuggets. I'm confused. I get all messed up on which one is better because I haven't had the Impossible and the Beyond Meat ones are just, oh man, they're so good. So good. Now, Impossible's meatless nuggets use soy as the protein source. Doesn't every fake meat thing use soy? I mean, isn't that why we have billions of acres of soy growing all over the, soybeans growing all over the freaking country? Oh no, they use other one. Oh, okay. All right. So apparently Impossible has secured approval from the Food and Drug Administration to sell products made with the additive in the United States. Wait, 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 wait. The nuggets do not contain HEMI, H-E-M-E, HEM, which is produced genetically modified yeast. All right, I got to see how you pronounce it. Heme. Okay, so it doesn't contain that. H-E-M-E, the genetically modified yeast. Heme. Thank you. So uh, apparently China and the European Union have barred its products because of that ingredient. Oh. So if you have near barred in China and the European Union. So I... I just know that uh, Impossible Foods has their meatless chicken nuggets out there, and it's it's good times. It's good times. And they want so many more people eating less meat. It is unbelievable. Every time I turn around, there are stories telling me to stop eating meat. We did the story. Now, remember the three brothers that uh, got down into their cow poop can saver place and they all died there was due to feces thrown all over the walls the floor the ceiling and it stunk so bad wow 
That doesn't sound like one of the brothers from Ohio, though. But I believe that to be true. That was something that actually happened, but I don't think that was one of the brothers. Anyway, um, now, because of that, it says, I was reading a story about it, because the American diet fosters catastrophes far beyond the death of these three men. Oh. Okay. Well, that's... Really? Yeah. And amid a a raging pandemic, when those who have the least chance of surviving COVID-19 are those with underlying health conditions, now is the perfect time to evaluate if it's necessary to consume any animal products at all. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. I will reevaluate. Yep, it is. (laughs) I, I need to. I need to do that. Thanks for... Let me look back into that. I mean, it's a, a roundabout way to talk about health conditions of people that we don't seem to care about. We care All we care about is getting people vaccinated. So we don't care about staying healthy and exercising and taking vitamins and, and how don't even think about taking ivermectin. Don't do it. You're, you're, you're not a cow. You're not a horse. We want to save those horses and cows. So don't even think about taking ivermectin. And as a side note, did you see in Ohio, the same state that these three brothers died in, by the way, where they there was a, a hospital that wouldn't give a patient ivermectin. The lady takes him to court. The judge says, yes, give the guy ivermectin. Now they're saying... Oh, yeah, no. Ooh, they have another federal judge that says, yeah, no, no. The hospital is no longer bound to honor the woman's request to treat her COVID-19 stricken husband with ivermectin. Oh, okay. So now they're not going to give it to him. And he's uh, getting better now. So I'm sure it had nothing to do with the ivermectin. though. I mean, he's probably he's going to be fine now because he's had it for a couple of weeks. But he got it. <laughs> he had the prescription from a doctor that wasn't even his. Well, that's what you go to a hospital for, right? I, I don't understand the hatred of ivermectin, but it's still out there. Now, back to the Three Brothers story and dying in cow poop. Uh, the American Medical Association, uh, it has urged the USDA to stop pushing meat citing a blatant bias that animal products are promoted in federal nutrition policies even though they are not nutritionally required. Meat is packed with saturated fat and cholesterol and is void of any heart-healthy fiber. And it gets worse. Many types of meat are classified by the World Health Organization as a Group 1 carcinogenic. Is that right? Carcinogenic? Yeah, that's right. Carcinogenic. Carcinogenic. Got to make sure I pronounce that right. Carcinogenic. With it, don't bring me the computer thing. I got it, okay? I don't need her telling me what it sounds like. Parthenogenesis. Carth... Wait. What? Parthenogenesis. That's not carcinogenic. That's not the word. No. She's trying to mess with me now. The damn computer system is trying to mess with me. I don't like it. It's carcinogenic. It's not... Parthenogenesis. Yeah, she's lying, because that's not what it is. Okay. (laughs) Uh, But that makes 
that makes meat in the same category as asbestos and cigarettes. So stop eating meat is the point. Whether it's carcinogenic or parthenogenesis. Either one. It's just uh the the you know what? The disconnect between what's on our plate and how it got there is almost palpable according to this story no we we get it we get it we get it that some animals you know you know we give them the electric prod uh when we're getting them ready to harvest i'm okay yeah because we're the humans up here up here top of the food chain humans animals below so when we get hungry then we eat that's how it happens i mean we either prod them or we and then we eat that's how it works humans animals so i feel sorry that these three men died in their cow manure tower bin that they keep everything in and apparently it happens uh, you know, quite a bit around the country, but three brothers, so sad. But according to this article, the American diet fosters catastrophes far beyond the death of these three men. Okay, fine. You want to talk about getting healthy and eat better? I'm all for it. I really am. I'm all for it. In fact, we've brought on, uh, you know, there are people out there trying to change the way we, we eat and the way we do our diets and, and the, the, to make us healthier, no question. But we're still going to eat meat. You're not going to take it away. This is America. The rest of the world, they can eat their capybaras. We had the guy, what's his face, tried to bring in um, hippopotamuses for us to eat. No, we decided, no, we want cattle. We want, we want cow. That's what we eat in America. That's what we do. So, okay, you want to cut back a little bit? You want to say, hey, Jeff, don't eat a steak a day. Okay, I'm willing. I'm willing to cut back a little bit. Hey, Jeff, you know, you had hot dogs for lunch. You probably shouldn't have a steak for dinner. Well, all right, fine. Now, if you want to you get technical, fine. You know, you probably shouldn't have six hot dogs. Probably should cut back a little. All right, fine. I'll give you that. But I've not given them up. It's not going to happen. And remember, they told us that if you eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, you win some of that time back. Hot dogs were the worst, right? We, they made us die. They're going to kill us the most. But we buy some of that time back with peanut butter and jelly. And I love peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. So, And I've eaten a lot of those. So, you know, I'm good. I'm good, so back off me with your stop eating meat crap. And at the same time, when you're telling me to stop eating meat, now you're telling me, hey, if you use this little RFID tag on your car, you can just go right through the drive-thru and your order will already be there for you. It's like your toll pass. You get a toll pass at at the restaurant, you drive up, boop, and there's your order because... According to this story, and they're saying that this is an alleged fact, so this is like a chewing the fat fact, 
uh, that 90% of drive through customers order the same thing every time? Now you think about it, really. When you go to a drive through depending on what it is, what drive through it is, Burger King, McDonald's, Chick-fil-A, Wendy's, Taco Bell, you know, not that I've ever gone to any of those. But if you were to go through those, do you order the same thing every time you go to those? I, you know, 90% is probably pretty high, but I bet you it's pretty close. It's pretty close because you know, you know what you're getting? You go to Taco Bell. Yes, I want a dozen tacos, regular tacos. I want a dozen regular tacos, especially if they're on sale. Oh, yeah. But, uh, and, and once in a while, maybe you upsell to some, you know, fries with some, with some cheese dip. I'm just saying. But, uh, you know, you have the regular, so you get the RFD. Now, what they're saying is, is that the new Zebra RFID technology just remembers your order as you approach. Boop. And you just takes your order and, and you go through the drive up lane and it's ready to go for you. Now, I'm sure that they're not going to save your information. <laughs> that would be so dumb of you to think that your information is going to be saved like that. And <laughs> I'd be able to track you and know where you were at all times. They do anyway. Okay. Don't you get the email every month from Google saying, this is where you've been. You get the travel maps from Google. No, I'm the only one that signed up for that. Oh, okay. Never mind. I shouldn't have signed up for it at the time. And now I can't stop. I, I the email every time it comes in, I'm like, Oh crap. I should stop that. And then I want to look and see. And it says that I went out of my house a day last week and a, a day the week before that. And a day the week after that. And I know coming up next week, I'm going to leave the house that same day again. So that's, it's tracking me. That's not the point, Jeff. The point is they're tracking you and they know where you're at. I know. Now, my point for the RFID, though. All right, so they're going to have you have a little sticker on your window, like the toll tag. So, I mean, I don't know that I want the McDonald's, the Burger King, the Chick-fil-A, the Taco Bell, and the, uh, what's the other one that I missed? Wendy's RFID tags all on my window. It's bad enough I got to have the toll tag on there, and then I've got to have the state tag on there, and then I've got to have my parking pass on there for the parking lot, and then now I'm going to have all these RFIDs. So this is a million-dollar idea, actually, now that I'm talking out loud about this. Maybe you create something that you bring up like a, a, a visor sticker shield. So you come up and you go, oh, today you want McDonald's, and you just slide it down to the McDonald's RFD, push up the visor, so when you come... Now, hopefully, you know, you're not pulling into the Taco Bell and it reads the McDonald's tag, something like that. Then, you know, you have to, then, then after you pull up to the window, you yeah, I used my tag. Well, we don't have it, sir. Well, then I want my 12 tacos, please. Then you have to actually talk to someone. That's, I mean, that's ridiculous if that happens. So we've got to find, figure out a way to get that. And does your car get broken into? If you have the RFID tags all over, RFID, yeah, RFID tags. Or do you, does it down, do people like, ooh, I'm not going to steal that car. That guy needs that, man. He's <laughs> going to drive throughs for money. <laughs> so the, uh, I mean, we'll see. You know, we've got the Taco Bells that you can drive through now that have the bank drops. And if you had the RFID, man, just think of that. You could pull up, boop, and by the time you got to the bank drop, 
your food's there, you're good to go. That's a pretty sweet deal. I think I could be a fan of that. As a matter of fact, I know I could be a fan of that. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. I've been thinking about all this food. I'm getting thirsty. Good. So it looks as though Britney Spears, my girl, you know where you love her. Uh, her father, Jamie, I'm sorry, James Jamie Spears, has filed a petition to end his daughter's conservatorship. Wow. Hashtag free Britney. Now, he wins either way on this. This is a good move on his part. Uh, yeah, you got to hand it to him. Because now, the free Britney crowd, can, he can say, you were right. You know what? I just love my daughter. I wanted the best for my daughter, but free Britney. She's an adult now. She can do what she wants. When she goes off the deep end, like she probably will, just a guess on my part, because we all know that she's close to that deep end every day. And without something to be tethered to, Oh, now you want to just tie her up and lock her down, right? No. But without someone saying, you might not want to do that, Britt. How about you stay home and do some summer somersaults on Instagram, okay? All right, you do that. Um, without having someone telling her that, it could be interesting. Interesting. That could happen. So we'll see. Uh, but good news. That's good news for Brittany. I, I don't know how long it's going to, you know, maybe the judge says, okay, dad goes away and somebody else comes in because that's what Brittany originally wanted. I don't know how much this weighs in the, in the spirit of the courts. But, uh, you know, he said, look, uh, it, it got her through a major life crisis and rehabilitate and advance her career and put her finances and her affairs in order. But, Things have changed now. You know, her frustration with the level of control imposed by the conservatorship. And we just, it's time to end this. And she wants her life back. Okay. All right. No problem. We'll see what happens. But when she does happen to go off the deep end, and you know what? Who cares? If she wants to put her money and her underwear in a fire in the backyard and dance around naked on Instagram while her money burns in the fire, so what? She can do what she wants. That's what makes this America. We're able to do that. So God bless her. Let's just hope that she has a little bit of money in the trust fund set aside for the kids. and Set aside so that she can at least, when she burns through it all, and you've looked at the Instagram dancing around the fire naked, watching the money burn, she at least has enough to go and live in a, well, a double wide with a nice porch. Not like the single wide she grew up in, but a double wide with a porch and a good, nice little yard. And Maybe go back to, where's she from again? Mississippi or Louisiana, right? She's from one of those swamp states. And uh, yeah, Mississippi. I don't want to get the swamp states messed up. You'll get mad at me and I apologize. And, you know, I know you're struggling because of Ida coming through there and you got, a, you know, a bunch of, Got a bunch of issues down there with FEMA and 
the president trying to help you out. We'll get to a little bit of that as the show goes. But she was born in Macomb, Mississippi. So the one good thing, though, and it was pointed out to me just moments ago, and I, I have to agree that if she does end up burning her money in a fire in the backyard and dancing around naked on Instagram, I mean, there's always OnlyFans or Pornhub. I, you know, I, I'm buying. I'm in. A Britney OnlyFans? I'm in. Right? And that's, I mean, James Jamie Spears will get his cut from that, too. You can guarantee that. Ooh, did you see where Angelina Jolie has now made it really questionable whether Brad Pitt was an abuser? Because she said she feared for her whole family during Brad Pitt marriage times. What? Yeah, she said she couldn't talk about her divorce from Brad Pitt because she's in her own legal situation, but admitted that during their marriage, she feared for their whole family. <laughs> I'm still in my own legal situation. Yeah, are you, Angelina? Is that why you, you don't want to say anything too specific? You just want to throw the man under the bus while you're in your legal situation? Okay, no problem. Then I believe you 100%. No problem. But uh, she said that uh, she can't speak of that. But uh, before the reporter pressed her about regarding the pair's divorce and abuse allegations and whether she feared for the safety of her kids, she said, yes, for my family, my whole family. Oh, okay. And then, of course, you got to bring up where... uh, Because the one daughter... They're in a custody battle. The one daughter is an adult now, and that's the one that got into trouble with Brad on the airplane, right, where he was supposed to be abusing her or something on this air flight, and he was cleared of that. That was way back in, uh, I don't know when the heck that was. Back in the teens. You know, back in the teens, back in those 2014s, 15s, 16s, in those years. But he was cleared of all those child abuse allegations so maybe i mean do you believe it do you say he was cleared because he was brad pitt do you believe angelina that he was an abuser or do you think it's just a ploy as part of the legal situations that she's in we'll find out when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So yesterday, I see a story in the New York Post titled, A Tale of Two Hunters. One died for America, the other went from grift to grift. And I wonder what hunter went from grift to grift. I could imagine what hunter that would be. Oh yeah, I know, Hunter Biden, the son of the President of the United States of America. And that 
led me to Phelan Macklear. And then lo and behold, I see Phelan Macklear actually authored the article. Phelan Macklear, welcome to Chewing the Fat. How in the world are you? I'm great, Jeff. I'm great. great. I'm fine. I've got sick cats, but apart from that, life is good. Well, all you have to do is just hold that cat and it'll heal up fine and everything will be okay. I promise. Okay, is that, is that a, can I take that to the yes, bank? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Is that an authorized <laughs> medical opinion? Yes, it is. You're welcome, by the way, free of charge. Okay. Don't worry about it. Okay. So uh, before we get into your article, which I thought was fantastic, by the way, um, I know that uh, you are still looking for donations at mysonhuntermovie.com to get this movie made. How's that going? It's going quite well. It's going quite well. I mean, you know, we the, the total pro budget project is, is two point five million, which is which is small money to make a movie yeah. this important. Um, and we so far we've raised almost one million six hundred and fifty. Right. So you know, we've raised we've raised a lot of money of small donations from people from people who really want the truth out there, people yeah. who really want the story told. But we still have some distance to go. But, you know, we're going full steam ahead. We're hiring actors. We're hiring producers. We're hiring venues in Serbia, which are going to look like the Ukraine, because the Hunter Biden story has to be told, and it has to be told in an entertaining way, and it has to be told in a way that's accessible to people, because the mainstream media are avoiding it like a plague. <laughs> yes, they are. It's almost as if there was a plague for them to talk about to avoid this story. Huh. Anyway, uh, the uh, I see where uh, you know things change almost every day within the Hunter Biden story and his life. And at what point do you stop the rewrites and say that's it? The uh, movie where well, this is what the movie is going to be because I mean the stuff changes so much. It's funny you should say that because uh, myself and the director and the writer were supposed to get together today, actually, and tomorrow for the final, final rewrite. And uh, we uh, it turned then the writer turned out the writer spent all of Saturday with a um, with someone who's now got COVID, so oh, he boy. is uh, getting tested and isolated. So uh, so we um, so we're, we've changed it to next week. But next week is the final, final okay. get together, and we're just then it has to just end because uh, yeah. you know I mean that doesn't mean you know on the set there won't be little improvisations and rewrites and a bit of fun being had, but you know I mean and ultimately see the thing is we're not telling we're not making a documentary right we're telling a story about a corrupt person and a corrupt family and a corrupt administration and a corrupt establishment. And you know, we, we you don't want every detail, right? You you want you want to really focus on the big corruption, uh, because you know that's what people remember. You want to focus, I suppose, you know, you want to focus on a few set right. pieces of corruption, so right. that so the story will really really resonate with people. So, uh, mysonhuntermovie dot com is the website you can go and donate to uh, help get this thing made. Okay. Let's go to the article that uh, you uh, crafted, A Tale of Two Hunters. Uh, fascinating story. What? Uh, when did this idea hit you? Because I really... First, let's talk a little bit about 
Who are the two hunters you're talking about? Well, of course, you have Hunter Biden, who's lived a life of luxury, a life of, of grift and corruption, living off the family name. And then you've got a guy called Hunter Lopez, who was born 20 years after Hunter Biden, lived on completely the other side of the country from Hunter Biden. And apart from one little incident, their paths never crossed. But Hunter Biden is, is planning to have posh art exhibitions for his really awful art yeah. in the next few weeks, which he expects to sell for millions of dollars. Hunter Biden has made millions and tens of millions of dollars grifting off the Biden family name and influence. Hunter Lopez was on two, I think he was on $2,000 a week, a month. Uh, that was his salary. Hunter Lopez won't be able to go to the art, to Hunter Biden's art exhibitions because Hunter Lopez was killed. At, it was a Marine who was killed at Kabul airport. Wow. Uh, in that bombing, you know, and I just thought America needs to know there are two hunters. There are two types of hunters in America at the moment. There no, are those who, who who live lives of degeneracy and drug addiction uh, and uh, and luxury uh, and living off the family name and never apologize and never say sorry. And then there are just those who live quiet lives of service. And even if you look at the parents, Joe Biden has become a wealthy, wealthy, wealthy man worth tens of millions, according to his financial disclosures. And all he's ever done is public service. Yeah. I mean, he's helped his his family. His family has gotten rich because of his service, his public service. I say that loosely. Hunter Hunter Lopez's family worked for the sheriff's department in Riverside in California. Uh, You know, Hunter Biden's family said, don't send, if if you don't send money, don't send flowers. Whatever money you're going to spend on flowers for Hunter, send to a charity, the Riverside uh, Sheriff's Charity, that helps the families of fallen officers. Right, the the Riverside County Deputy Sheriff Relief Foundation, to be exact. Yeah, Yeah, so, you know, that's their idea of public service. We don't want the money. Give it to someone who needs it. Joe Biden's idea of public services is give give me and my family tens of millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. So I just thought... These are two hunters. There's two Americas, you know. There's, there's the forgotten America, and there's the, there's the uh, you know, there's, there's the Biden's America. And people need to know about that. I mean, and it's funny, like, they, they live very separate lives, but they almost, Hunter Biden was in Los Angeles, and he, was, he decided he was going to go to a rehab in New Mexico. And he drew, drove through Hunter, uh, Hunter Lopez's hometown. And outside Hunter Lopez's hometown, he uh, he cried. He drove across the meridian of of the, the freeway into oncoming traffic. The car spun around whilst he was high on cocaine, of course, and almost caused a massive accident. Hunter Biden managed to avoid calling the police. Hunter Biden got away with that. Hunter Biden lived a charmed life. Hunter Lopez did not live a charmed life. Hunter Lopez, but he was Hunter Lopez was focused and determined. He was going to go into the Marines and he was going to come out and he was going to join the sheriff's department. He was going to dedicate himself to protecting people. Hunter Lopez will never do that now because Hunter Lopez is dead. Defending us. Sad. And defending Afghans and defending all different nationalities who are trying to get out of Kabul airport because of Hunter Biden's father's uh, ridiculous uh, decision to, uh, to, to pull out just like that and not leave the army, not leave people protecting people. 
and not to evacuate civilians. So I just thought people need to know this is the America they're in. And I, I wrote it up for the New York Post, A Tale of Two Hunters. And they, they loved it and, and, and printed it. And I'm, I'm very proud of the piece. And I've been sending it out to, you know, thousands of people and thousands, tens of thousands of people have read it because and I've got, it's one of, it's got, I've got the biggest response to this article of any article I've ever written. Fantastic. It's a, it's a, it's a tremendous story and it makes you realize uh, just how much uh, Hunter Biden is just a dirtbag living off of, uh, well, living off the backs of, of others uh, like you and me uh, for years, just like his father. And uh, there's no there's no apologies. I mean, Dad says he's the smartest man he, that he knows, right? And uh, it's a uh, it's a uh, one thing's for certain, he's not Bo, but he is Hunter, and it's a it's a sad Hunter. state of affairs. Tell you that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No. I mean, I, I, that struck me. You know, Joe Biden said, you know, uh, Hunter is the smartest man I know. I, I can't remember the exact quote from Hunter Lopez's family. But they talked about their son, you know, that he was just a dedicated, focused young man who who wanted to be a badass Marine, you know? Right. You know what? I bet he was. I bet he was. And, uh, you know, you know, uh, there was also another connection. You know, Hunter Biden was in the, in the Navy as well, in the U.S. Naval Service, where the Marines are. He lasted a day. He got a waiver to get in because he was older, 43. He was in the PR department, which is like, you know, for that's where the you know that's where the losers go, uh, and <laughs> you know, uh, you know, uh, he 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 uh, he. That's where I go. If I was in the navy. You know, yeah, me the too. Department. Uh, and uh, he he lasted a day, uh, and only he got a special waiver because of past drug use. He 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 was full of cocaine uh, the day he turned up for duty, and they tested him and threw him out. He lasted one day. Hunter Lopez was there three years. You know, Hunter Lopez was was chosen for this difficult, onerous task of defending the people at Kabul Airport. He paid for it for his life uh, because of Hunter Biden's father's recklessness. Yeah, and I just thought people need to know about this, and and this is why we're making this movie is because nobody knows the Hunter Biden story. Nobody, and people need to know this story. People, you know, the media suppressed it, Hollywood suppressed it. And that's why we're making the movie, because people will watch a movie. People will laugh at a joke. People will have fun. And that's what we want. And uh, that's why, you know, that's why My Son Hunter has to get made. Fela Mackler, MySonHunterMovie.com is the movie. And uh, the article is The Tale of Two Hunters, which uh, you will both find uh, on my Twitter account at JeffyJFR. And, of course, you can follow Phelan. What's the best place to follow you on social media, Phelan? I suppose on, on Twitter, uh, Phelan McAleer, if you can spell my name, P-H-E-L-I-M-M-C-A-L-E-E-R. Or, by the way, you can go to the unreportedstorysociety.com and, and, and sign up for our emails. Um, there, so or go to mysonhunter.com actually go to mysonhunter.com, sign up for our emails, we write to people every week and, and update them about the project and everything and uh, you know that's the best place to follow. In fact just go to them all, Don't, let's not joke around with this Phelan, people got nothing yeah. to do they're listening to Chewing the Fat anyway just go to everything he mentioned and sign up for everything he has let's make that clear right now, Phelan thank you yeah. so much for joining us on Chewing the Fat I appreciate it man, take care of yourself Thanks, Jeff. All the best.
So today, if you're listening live, is the 8th of September 2021. Had to remember where the heck we're at in uh, in the world today. And I had a fantastic, and it is still a fantastic story, about how a, a London-bound Air India flight carrying the Prince of Bhutan uh, had to be aborted because it had a swarm of ants in the plane. Awesome stuff. You don't get that every day. And I was going to, you know, welcome to fish your air and fly fish your air. However, I found out that during the pandemic, Mercury Studios changed some things around and our, my Fisher Air, I mean, the airlines shut down is what happened. They just pulled the plug. We didn't take, apparently we should have taken the government money and we didn't. But the only voice switcher that we have in this room now takes me to Welcome to Fisher Air. <laughs> I like it. Yes, we're taking Fisher Air into Satan Air. Fly to hell with us. So, you made me turn this plane around because it had ants? <laughs> you bunch of wussies. So they had a swarm of ants on this plane and you wouldn't take off just because little Prince Bhutani boy was on it? <laughs> Stop it. Who do you serve? Thank you for flying Satan Air. So anyway, I think I might just leave. I kind of like the Satan voice, to be honest. So what we'll do is they discovered a swarm. We've discovered a swarm of ants, and I'm told that the five-year-old son of the king is a little whiner. (laughs) There's ants. There's ants. So... We'll go ahead and fumigate this thing, but first, go ahead and get off and get on another plane. All right. Wait. Wait. Well, I wasn't done. I wasn't done kicking him off the plane yet. Go ahead. Get off, you little whining brat. We'll go ahead and fumigate later. We'll get you on another plane. Worry. I love the fact that we have. All right, you can get rid of the devil. I love the fact that we have planes in India. I mean, I guess it could happen here in America. Maybe it does. Maybe we just don't hear about it. It would be a surprise if we didn't hear about it in today's world because if somebody looks at a flight attendant wrong, we hear about it now in America. So we would hear about it as, yeah, we're going to have to turn this thing around. There's a swarm of ants in business class. And so we'll get get this thing fumigated. First, we'll get you off of there. Uh, same thing happened a few days ago in India, we hear. That's right, it happened in India. The Prince Whiny Baby couldn't fly on a plane with a swarm of ants. <laughs> but you people in America will. Welcome to Satan Air. Did you know that nearly a third of Americans live in a county or state? I should be the devil here, too. A third of Americans. Yeah, go ahead. I should be the devil here. 
A third of Americans live in a county or state that has been declared a disaster area. <laughs> FEMA. Satan. Yeah, that's the same thing. Anyway, you have to be worried about a new hurricane out there. I've created. I've named it Larry. How can we be scared with a Hurricane Larry? Come on now. That's the latest hurricane. He's on the list. We need to rethink. I think when we were going down the list of names, we missed Larry. Because we didn't think it was going to happen. But now, in the Atlantic, possible United States coast hit. Larry. Oh, we are in troubled times, my friend. Troubled times. But be on the lookout for Hurricane Larry. From now on, I think we do COVID talk in the, in the devil voice. I like that. When we start talking about the unvaccinated and the vaccinated. It has to be this. Yeah. When we start talking about you people taking ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, or you vaccinated people, we have to do this. I think that's going to be, I'm getting to like it. I'm growing on it. It's growing on me. So, if you're the student at Rutgers that is working from your home online but can't go to school there because you're unvaccinated, that's the god-awful stupidity we're in. And it's because of me! <laughs> you're welcome, fools. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.